We're at Fothergill Seeds, and with me I've got Brian, who looks after the trials, don't you, Brian? I do. Now, we're standing next to some, I'm going to say, massive peppers. Bigger uh, than you'd see in a supermarket, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they probably are. How did uh, you get them so big? It's taken me probably 20 years plus to actually grow them like this. It was out of desperation. I used to grow them on the ground or in the ground, and I had so much disease problems. I thought, I've got to get them more air. And these benches became vacant in the summertime. I thought, perfect, I'll try it. So instead of doing it like I do the tomatoes on the ground in pots, I brought it up on the bench. It not only lets me grow them closer together because I have airflow, but the secret is never keep them too wet. In the early days, I sow the seed probably early, early to end of February, depending. Get it up, I let them get the first true leaf on the seedlings before I transplant them. If you do them too early, they tend to sit there or even die back. So I let the plant get active, then you find when you transplant, the roots are healthy and strong. I then put them into maybe a two and a half centimetre cell, pricking out. That then will come through and end up in three litre pot, which is, those pots are stood on the grow bags and you couldn't rip them off. So you just cut round the pot and remove cut it? Cut round yep. the pot. That then has a backup. That's the reservoir of moisture for backup. And in fact, if I look at the sides of the pot, you can see where the roots are coming out. They Is just come out, yeah, come out the normal... They come out the normal hole, yep. straight into the straight grow bank. Straight into that grow bank. And when we take them apart, uh, you know, October, November, whenever, you've got a really struggle to get them out. Therefore, it's got a hell of a foundation. You've got this... You tend to find that all the moisture is picked up from here most of the fee is picked up from there so you tend to find as long as you don't let them dry up see we never ever water feed a dry pot or a container we water it first that then is turgid ready to accept the feed and i see with your hands you're saying you water the pot you let it run through the pot and into, into the, the grow, grow bag. bag and the grow bag has no drainage holes stabbed in it None at all? None at all. And you'll find that if you cut it open, that's quite dry because it's using it. Okay, if you went and put 10 gallons on it, you'd obviously flood it, but you don't. We give it maybe three seconds with the hose pipe and rose on it, on each of them, and that goes through into there. And you, it then we do water every day to some degree. Some will need it, some won't. But what it does do, it gives you that uniform growth. You've got and this. it's not a massive plant because really the plant's what, uh, 45 centimetres? Yeah. No bigger, is it? No, and you've got four really decent peppers on it. I mean, they are deep. I mean, there is, I can't get my hand around one pepper there. No. Do you know the variety of that one? I personally don't know the uh, number and name of it. Is it a trial one, that one then? Or it's, the... No, it's probably one of the, one of the uh, retail range ones. But no, I'd have to, we'd have to look up to confirm that one because I only got my trial book this morning, so... Otherwise, I work on just numbers. All numbers. This is number 75. That is number 75. That's <laughs> what happens. It's my age. There you go. How about that? But no, um, literally, I also find when you do trials, if you know the names, if you're not careful, you favour. If you say, oh, that's a real special one this year, and you tend to fiddle with it to some degree, but if you don't know what the variety is, you treat everything the same. Therefore, if it is good... When you actually come around to see the name, you're like, oh, damn, that is good. And if it's bad, well, something, that's why I do trials. Some things will prove to you, I ain't no good. 
Well, Brian, really, you know, you've taught us something there. If people are growing them at home, that's, you're saying that's the best way to grow them. Never overwater, because you can always put more on, but you can't take it off. Feed the same. We, tomatoes will show problems if you over, overfeed them. Peppers will tend to go all top, and the fruits will not be there. So what do you feed them with? Tend to use seaweed base. I find I don't do so much damage. Um, out in the field, when we do the trials out there, we tend to have a, a base fertiliser which goes across a whole lot. But if you really want to pump up peppers, uh, lovely and succulent juicy ones, and lovely hot ones over the other side of the tunnel, um, I just find you mustn't water in, it's a secret. Keep them too wet, you'll struggle with them, your leaves will go yellow, put more on if you need to, but you can't take it off if you give it too much.